You are listening to Sun Tzu on the Art of War, translated from the Chinese by Lionel Gills. This audiobook is brought to you by Kriti and it's narrated by Aishwarya. Chapter 7 Manoeuvring Sun Tzu said, In war, the general receive his commands from the sovereign. Having collected any army and concentrated his forces, he must blend and harmonize the different elements thorough before pitching his camp. After that comes the tactical maneuvering than which there is nothing more difficult the difficulty of tactical maneuvering consisting in turning the devious into direct and misfortune into gain thus to take a long and circuitous route after enticing the enemy out of the way and though starting after him to convince to reach the goal before him shows the knowledge of artifice of deviation maneuvering with an army is advantageous with an undisciplined multitude more dangerous if you set a fully equipped army in march in order to snatch an advantage the chances are that you'll be too late on the other hand to detach a flying column for the purpose involves a sacrifice of its baggage and stores thus if you order your men to roll up their buff coats and make forced marches without halting day or night covering double the usual distance as a stretch doing a hundred li in order to rest an advantage the leaders of all your three divisions will fall into hands of the enemy the stronger men will be in front the jaded one will fall behind and on this plan only one tenth of your army will reach its destination if you march 50 li in order to outmaneuver the enemy you lose the leader of your first division and only half your forces will reach the goal If you march 30 LI with the same object two third of your army will arrive we may take it then that an army without its baggage trait is lost without provision it is lost without basis of supply it is lost we cannot enter into alliances until we are acquainted with the design of our neighbors we are not fit to lead an army on the march unless we are familiar with the face of the country its mountain and forest its pitfalls and precipices its marshes and swamps we shall be unable to turn natural advantage to account unless we make use of logical guides in war practice dissimulation and you'll succeed whether to concentrate or to divert your troop must be decided by circumstances let your rapidity be that of the wind your compactness that of the forest in raiding and plundering be like fire is immovability like a mountain let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night and when you move fall like a thunderbolt when you plunder a countryside let the spoil be divided among your men when you capture new territory cut it up into allotments for the benefit of soldiery ponder and deliberate before you make a move he'll conquer who has learned the artifice of deviation such is the art of maneuvering The book of army management says on the field of battle the spoken word does not carry far enough hence the institution of gongs and drums nor can ordinary objects be seen clearly enough hence the institution of banners and flags gongs and drums banners and flags are means whereby the ears and eyes of the host may be focused on one particular point the host thus forming a single united body is it impossible either for a brave to advance alone 
or for the cowardly to retreat alone this is the art of handling large masses of men in night fighting then make much use of the signal fires and drums and in fighting by day of flags and banners as a means of influencing the ears and eyes of your army a whole army may be robbed of its spirit a commander in chief may be robbed of his presence of mind now a soldier's spirit in keenest in the morning by noon day it has begun to flag and in the evening his mind is bent only on retriving to camp a clever general therefore avoids an army when its spirit is keen but attack it when it's sluggish and inclined to return this is the art of studying moods discipline and calm to evade the appearance of disorder and hub amongst the enemy this is the art of retraining self position to be near the goal while the enemy is still far from it to wait at ease while the enemy is toiling and struggling to be well fed while the enemy is famished this is the art of husbanding one's strength to refrain from intercepting an enemy whose banners are in perfect order to refrain from attacking an army drawn up in calm and confident array this is the art of studying circumstances it's a military axiom not to advance uphill against the enemy not to oppose him when he comes downhill do not pursue an enemy who stimulates fight do not attack the soldiers whose temper is keen do not swallow bait offered by the enemy do not interfere with an army that's returning home when you surround an army leave an outlet free do not press a desperate foe too hard such is the art of warfare